I speak to you in the name of our one God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. And to kill a mockingbird, Atticus Finch is the lawyer for Tom Robinson, a wrongly accused African-American man. But Atticus is more than just a lawyer. Atticus is an advocate. An advocate is someone who takes a public position on an issue, and we see this with Atticus Finch. He risks his life to take on this case and argue for justice for Tom before judge and jury. He seeks equal treatment for Tom in an era when African Americans were rarely, if ever, treated equally. Atticus stands in the courtroom and tells it like it is. He stands by the side of Tom who, when things get even tougher. Tom calls him when he needs him, even in the middle of the night. Tom can count on Atticus. Atticus Finch is a true advocate. Now the Gospel of John uses this word advocate. And in the Gospel of John, advocate refers to the Holy Spirit. Advocate is indeed one possible translation for the Greek word of Holy Spirit in John. It's a word that is unique to the Gospel of John. The Greek word is paraclete. Yes, you heard that correctly. And no, I didn't say a pair of cleats, although it would have been interesting to see Team John play Team Luke in a first century World Cup match. I also didn't say parakeet, although if you read the Gospel of John often enough, it sounds like a bird saying the same thing over and over again. No, the Greek word is paraclete, which can be translated as advocate, comforter, or helper. The word literally means called to one's side. Called to one's side. No other author or community in the New Testament uses this term. And outside the writings of John and the Johannine community, paraclete was most commonly used in the courtroom setting. We often spend time on the day of Pentecost talking about the reading from the Acts of the Apostles in which the Holy Spirit comes as wind and tongues of flame. We wear red to represent the flames of the Holy Spirit that came upon the disciples. And we talk about how the word spirit is in Hebrew and in Greek, both, in both languages means breath. And so how when we breathe in the Holy Spirit, we do that every day when we breathe. I'm going to mix things up a little bit. I'm not going to talk about the Acts of the Apostles, although that word spirit as breath comes to play in a minute. I'm going to talk about the Gospel of John. John portrays the Holy Spirit, this paraclete, in a way that is different and yet complementary to how the Spirit is portrayed in the Acts of the Apostles and elsewhere in the Bible. The Gospel of John is very concrete in its description of the Advocate, this Holy Spirit. Our reading today is from Jesus' farewell conversation with his disciples. And Jesus tells the disciples that God will send another advocate. 
Jesus was our first advocate, and the Holy Spirit is the second. John describes the advocate as the spirit of truth. And in that word spirit is the same as breath or wind as we see elsewhere in the both Old and New Testaments for spirit. So John describes the advocate as the spirit of truth. We know also from John that Jesus is truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So what John is doing here is establishing for us that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. That means that the spirit that moved over the deep in creation, that's the spirit of Jesus. The spirit that comes upon the first human being to breathe life into the being, that's also the spirit of Jesus. In our baptism later today, this morning, I will talk about the spirit and call upon the spirit. That's the spirit of Jesus. Likewise, the rushing wind that comes upon the disciples at Pentecost, also the spirit of Jesus. John also establishes that the advocate, the Holy Spirit, comes upon us as a community, as a group. The Holy Spirit is not just about my relationship with God or your relationship with God in the Gospel of John. It's about who we are as community. Jesus says, you know the Spirit because he abides in you and will be with you. The you is plural. The in can be translated as among, so if I were to say this differently, I would, can say the Holy Spirit abides among us as community. And in abiding among us, the, the advocate, Jesus describes the advocate as our teacher, teaching the disciples and reminding them of everything Jesus has told them already. All the truths that Jesus taught the disciples about loving God and loving neighbor without exception, all those are now the work of the Spirit. And this is true for us. The advocate teaches us the same. Jesus tells his disciples that the advocate will be with the disciples forever. They will not be orphaned when Jesus leaves, but he will leave their advocate as their companion. The advocate is called to their side in their journey through life. The advocate is our comforter as well, journeying with us through life. And let's not forget what we can learn from Atticus Finch. The advocate is the one who mediates for us, stands up for us, doesn't let us off the hook or anyone else, and is our direct line to God, the one we can call or at the wee hours of the morning. The advocate is our ally, telling us like it is and giving us the strength to tell others like it is and as it could and should be as well. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, helps us to be an advocate for others. Now, Atticus Finch was a great speaker. He was both gentle and strong, articulate and humble. You may remember some of his quotes from the book or movie and now the play, and I can hear the Holy Spirit saying some of these things to me and maybe to you. Here's one. There is not a person in this courtroom who has never told a lie, who has never done an immoral thing. 
Sounds like the Holy Spirit reminding me not to judge others before I've judged myself first. Here's another one from Atticus. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb into his skin and walk around in it. Oh yeah, that's the Holy Spirit talking to me every time I read about a racial incident or how hard it is to be an African American in the United States. Another one. Before I can live with other folks, I've got to live with myself. Uh-huh. That's the Holy Spirit telling me to do the right thing now so that I can live with myself later, even if the right thing makes it harder to live with others now. And one more. I wanted you to see what real courage is instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand. I hear the Holy Spirit asking us all what courage looks like in the face of another mass shooting. No, Atticus Finch is not the Holy Spirit. But he might be one way that we are reminded that our advocate comes through the voices of those around us. Atticus Finch might be one way that we know the Holy Spirit works in us, among us, in relationship with others. And as we live into this time of transition here at St. Bartholomew's, these lessons from John's description of the Holy Spirit are important. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus, our comforter, our teacher, and our advocate. The Holy Spirit is among us, among us as this congregation, guiding, cajoling, asking us what courage looks like, getting us to live with our best selves and reminding us to put ourselves into the skin or pews of those around us. It may be an uncertain time, but we are not orphaned. You are not orphaned. The Holy Spirit, Jesus' Spirit, is with us all. Jesus closes this sermon to his disciples by saying, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. The peace that Jesus leaves with us is the peace that comes from the knowledge and love of the Holy Spirit in our midst. Trust this peace of the Spirit. Live into this peace and into the presence of Jesus' Spirit with us. And share this peace, Jesus' Spirit, with the world. Amen.